It is time, now it's time for the Tuesday Tango. I mean, Tuesday Titter. It is time, now it's time for the Tuesday Titter. Fuck yeah. On the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. What's going on? It's the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast with Rugger and hope you had a great weekend and we're off to a smooth start of the week. we still got some pretty decent weather here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. That's where this podcast is being broadcast or sent out to the masses, the heart of Canada, Crap Central specifically, uh, Confusion Corner. What do I have to do? Give you my freaking address, people? I'm not going to do that. Are you crazy? Give me a sip of roll, man. I got to calm down. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh so damn good so damn good and I could not believe my eyes when I walked into Robbins on I think it was Saturday yeah, I don't know sometime this week I walked in there the one on York Street the one I love um, lo and behold the apple fritters they've returned to the old style apple fritters now I know calm down this is gonna get wild here I, I for about two months ago like that's my thing I would always go in I go, I do, not always, I am, I do go in, I grab a nice coffee, one and one, no sleeve, because I'm for the environment, I can burn my hands, I don't, I don't, I, I'm a, you know, I believe in climate change, you know, every little bit counts. So, and then, uh, yeah, the apple fritter would be a nice compliment to the coffee, it is, it's a great compliment, it's, you know, sugar and dough, what can you do, and apples, oh, I'm a, I'm a healthy guy, I'm eating apples. <laughs> But they fucking changed them about two months ago. At least, I'm pretty. I don't know if it was all the Robins, but the York one specifically. And I'm pretty sure the Sergeant one too. And they looked more like rectangles, more like the kind you'd find at the other guy shop, the brown and yellow shop. <laughs> yeah. Mmm. Get your coffee at Poo and Piss. Yum. So I'm like, all right, whatever. God, it's so good, but you know, it's still an apple fritter. It'll be good. It was not, and that's not a diss on Robin. I like Robin. I, I don't know something about it. It wasn't even like like apple fritter. You know what you're gonna get? As I said, it's you know sugar apples, but it just tastes something about it. Tasted. I don't know if it was in my head, but I, I honestly did not like it. I, I, I discontinued buying the apple fritter, which I loved. And it hurt to walk in there every morning. And I, you know, sorry, just a coffee for me. And I'd cry. But then when I walked in, I was like literally cheering. <laughs> I was like, I was like, do you see that? When did it get a new apple fritter? And uh, as usual, the uh, employee behind the counter was like, you know, no big whoop. <laughs> I was like, this is, you gotta call the papers. You gotta let people know the new, the old apple fritter's back. And she's like, eh. She's never too excited about my enthusiasm for Robbins, which is so funny, I find. Because the, the I keep trying harder and harder to impress that woman with my Robbins knowledge. I'm a walking Wikipedia of Robbins Donuts um, as of late. That's my goal, I guess, in life. Whew. <laughs> Some people want to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. And then, yes, here's a little sad news about Robbins. I walked in there, and then for the first time, if you go into York, it's like the double door. You go into the one door, you step inside, and then there's another door, a little bit, off, a little bit on an angle. You open that up, and you're in 
heaven known as Robert's Donuts. But then um, in that little entranceway, there was a homeless woman curled up on the floor with her belongings, like a suitcase, I'm assuming homeless, and uh, was sleeping. Or just, so every, every, everybody walked in was like, <gasps> kind of like, not startled, but just like, whoa, whoa. And then, yeah, and that was it. But when I came in, I guess you had two of the downtown patrol, not cops, but like, yeah, patrol people, you know, but like not, not Osborne Biz. I think you know what I'm saying. Kind of like community. I'm sure they're paid by the city, but whatever. They're not police. And I guess the employees called them down to take a look at the situation. And they, and I, I happened to walk in when they were explaining to the worker, to the employee, that they, they can't do anything. They, you know, they're not, that's not their job. Their job is to just see if the, if, if the, this homeless person wanted help. They offered to drive her anywhere uh, she wanted to go. I, well, I'm assuming, I guess it would be like some sort of uh, shelter where she could, you know, grab a bed to sleep, maybe get a meal. But she wasn't interested. Uh, yeah, and so they were saying there's nothing they can do about a, about evicting her from the premises and that was about it and then they went in the parking lot and they sat and waited I guess because she did come out and talk to them and she came back into the restaurant and was like fuck those guys they don't know what they're doing or whatever to uh, another one of her buddies that showed up see that's kind of the problem and I think that's why Robbins you know decided decided to close early about a year two years ago because they used to be open at like 11 p.m weeknights and weekends and it was kind of a hot spot but I'm guessing and I never I, I guess I should get this confirmed but I always thought they cl they start closing at two o'clock on the weekends simply because there's no other businesses that are open downtown and where do people go where do people go to the washroom after say the library's closed there's nowhere because the homeless problem in, in Winnipeg Manitoba in general is is not good there's a lot of camps uh, near bridges, under bridges, uh, around town. You see at intersections, you'll see tents. And I think the issue is, is uh, like that woman in Robbins. You know, like there are services that offer to help, but they don't want help. They just want to live their life off the grid. You know, not be hassled by the man, which is, you know, I understand that. It's fine. Well, it's what you want. But the really, it, it bugs me about the bus shacks. <laughs> I'm sorry, it does. And it's only because, what about people who take the bus? That's what they're there for, right? Because you know winter in Winnipeg is hell. It can be hell. We've had mild ones, but generally, it's not fun to stand in minus 30, literally minus 30 weather, and not have shelter because you have five people who decided that they're, they're gonna make a, their own home in this bus shelter. So, and you know, considering that's the purpose of the bus. And what is with all the glass being smashed at bus shelters? I heard a statistic like out of the 350 in the city, 100 uh, get smashed every month or something like that is crazy. And you do see it all the time, like just shards of glass. Like, can we make them out of something else that's not gonna shatter? Does it, can it, I guess you have to see through it, but I don't know, like a plexiglass or something, or are they plexiglass? I'm talking out of my ass, people. I really don't know the statistics, I just kind of heard it. But I was like, wow, uh, it just sucks. I remember when I did take the bus to work before I got a vehicle, that um, I go downtown and right outside the Mountain Co-op, I don't know if that's still around, but that Mountain Co-op had a, a nice heated bus shack 
And I would stand in there with others who were just, you know, drinking and smoking. And you, you can't tell anyone to not smoke in a, in a bus shack because you're just going to, it's just going to get in your face. No one's going to, no one likes being told what to do, especially people who don't have the authority to. You're going to make a bad situation worse. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What's the answer, you know? It's just getting out of control. Here, here's an example. Um, at Confusion Corner, there are, there, there's a couple, a young couple that I've noticed uh, over the last probably half year living at Confusion Corner. At first they were just bedding up uh, along the side of the, oh, what the hell is it called? It's community center, <laughs> damn. Along the side of the community center. Um, but I'm sure the caretaker every morning there'd be like, just, it would just be littered in their belongings. And like, you know, I, you know, it's like trash and, you know, so he, every morning he would gather it up and throw it out. And then at night, the, the couple would go through the garbages and grab their stuff that they had and they'd put it all back. And this went on for probably about three months. And, and uh, they, they'd be gone for like three or four days and then they'd be back. So I was, what I always, I don't know for sure, but I assume the caretaker of the community center would, was, were calling the cops and they show up, they take them and book them somewhere. And then after they're released, they just go back. They have nowhere to go. So they just go to where uh, the surroundings are familiar, right? And yeah, it's getting cold now. And I see they've moved. They were gone for a while, but now I see they've moved to the, to the Confusion Corner bus shack. There's one bus shack that's kind of like not really, I guess it's supposed to be for Osborne South, but it's not right at the stop. And they've kind of taken that one over for the last few weeks. Um, where they, you know, they boarded up the bottom so no wind can get in and it's just, it's actually, they've made it a nice home, to be honest. I walked, I walked by it last night and um, I'm like, okay. I mean, there's no pictures on the walls or anything, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they, it, they have all the conveniences that I guess they require because that's how they're living and it's so sad. Unless that's what they want and it's not sad. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if... I don't know. It's tough. It's so tough. Let's move on. I'm, I'm too dumb for this shit. Speaking of dumb, here's something. Another dumb thing I did. I lost my freaking house keys. My, my keys. Ugh, it was brutal. You ever lose something? <laughs> of course you have. But, like, I haven't lost anything in a very long time. Or, you know, I found it, like, within hours or the next day. Ugh. But, and it could have been worse. I could have lost my wallet or my phone. But keys are a bitch to, to uh, replace just because it costs money and like oh my god I found out yesterday it's gonna be like a hundred bucks just for a mailbox key <laughs> is that crazy that is crazy because I managed to replace all my keys I yes I retraced my steps I went to the restaurant I was dining in I triple checked that restaurant over the last two weeks nothing has showed up and god damn it it sucks ass like ugh, I went over Went over every each and every step I took. Couldn't get them back. I poured over the websites, lost and found, nothing. Oh well. So anyway, as I said, I got them replaced. But god damn, I feel like an idiot. You know, next time uh, I'm gonna say this now, but I I won't do it. Where you get those little key tags, or like the Apple thing, where you put it out on your keychain, so that way you always will know where the digitally where your keys are. That would be a smart thing to do. Will I do it? No. Why? I don't have money for that shit. 
I got money for food, much less uh, key tags. So that really sucked. And here's a funny story, which I, uh, which is now going to be a contest. I got a contest coming up. Here's the deal. Okay, so as I said last night, I went and I walked down the river path. I took the river path. I went to Santa Lucia to meet my wicked girlfriend and we had dinner, whatever. And then somewhere along the lines, I lost my keys there, right? So I took that path last night. And then um, when I'm in St. Boniface, I'm like, I really could use toilet paper. <laughs> so I went to shoppers and I bought toilet paper and uh, put it in a bag and walked home. And all I can think of walking home is, is there anything sadder than an old man carrying uh, a 12 pack of toilet paper? <laughs> what does that tell everyone <laughs> that sees you? Like you gotta take a dump and you're out and you gotta make it home. I don't know. It felt like I felt like the saddest old man in the world carrying my my 12-pack toilet paper in a shopper's drug mart bag. So I thought it'd be pretty funny to throw out a contest um, of, of someone's drawing of the saddest picture you've ever seen, which is once again an old man carrying a bag of a 12 pack of toilet paper. You can be as inventive as you want. It could be a pencil drawing, it could be a, a Photoshop, a, a crayons, marker, paint, whatever. Just um, put your entry in, take a picture of it and put it in at uh, on a Twitter, Twitter account, capital M, capital B, capital M, money shot. That's at Manitoba abbreviated money shot. Uh, you can of course Google the shit out of whatever and find it. So, and I'll be the judge, I'm the judge. I'm the judge of uh, who will win this contest, and it's one week. The uh, winner will be announced next Tuesday titter, so get it in quick, folks. And it'll be fun, I think. And I'll, I'll put my own up as an example. And it, it could be as shitty. <laughs> it may actually the shittier the better. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. But I'm looking for uh, a talented artist to draw the saddest picture in the world, which is an old man carrying a bag with 12 toilet papers, or uh, a package of 12 toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> and what will you win? Ah, good question. You will win the very first Manitoba Money Shot t-shirt. That's right. I don't have any, but I do intend to get some. I've always, I've always had. I always had. So I thought, what, what this will be a good incentive for me to, to get it out there. Um, and even if I don't have like any for sale or anything. I'll make a personal one just for the winner uh, of this contest. So one week, get it in, the saddest man in the world drawing contest. Okay, good luck to those who enter. Now, let's talk Patreon. Oh, there's been some big news in my Patreon world. The Fantastic Four are now the Fabulous Five, the Fab Five. Um, meet the geeks, thank you for subscribing uh, to the Patreon, that, that is awesome. And lo and behold, what's this? You're, you're a podcaster too? <laughs> of course we all know uh, Sean Geek and Fast Fret. This is their Patreon thingy, Meet the Geeks. They have a podcast and I actually have an episode they, uh, where I interviewed them for the Mental Money Shop podcast. So you can go to the SoundCloud homepage uh, for the Mental Money Shop and uh, search up uh, Sean Geek and Fast Fret. No, Todd McGinnity and Sean McGinnity shoot on Sean Geek and Fast Fret. That's what it's called. 
And it's funny, I really, I don't know why I put Todd first, and I don't mean because, you know, he's the older brother or anything. I, in fact, I do know why. It's because in the picture I use, it's uh, left to right, Todd and Sean. But, you know, alphabetically, I should have put Sean first. Anyway, getting to what I'm talking about, the Patreon, yes! New Patreon member, thank you boys. I really appreciate that so much so. And what I like to do with uh, any podcaster who joins up the Patreon is to absolutely return the favor and join your Patreon. It's the least I can do. So I'm going to do that right now, live on air. Although I can't really, there's no direct link. I'm going to search it, search by name and email. But that's not, that's in my creator. Okay, I'm going to pause this. Please hold. Okay, I'm back. Boy, that didn't. I could not search it up on Patreon. I actually had to go to SeanMcGinnity.ca, their home base for the for the show. And then um, there's a link on there to, and it brought me to Meet the Geeks, which is funny, but it wouldn't allow me to search Meet the Geeks and have it pop up. So that's weird, strange. Anyway, um, so yeah, I have their page here. Meet the geeks, um, join, uh, become a uh, become a Patreon patron of the show. Oh, by the way, congrats on episode 400. They have 400 episodes out now. That's pretty cool, boys. Let's see. Uh, Two dollars a month. Prove your geekhood to us by making a monthly donation of two dollars. This healthy contribution will inflate our egos and help pay our costs. Bleep. Oh, what do I get? Ooh, I get a mention on the show. Nice. We'll give you early access to the Sean Geek podcast and and the Geek Spin podcast. Oh, Geek Spin podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm subscribed. I don't think there's a lot of anything coming out of there right now. But it could be temporary on hold. To brag to your friends about um, the release episodes on Mondays, but you get them early. Okay. Pretty cool. Uh, two bucks a month. I think I'm losing money on this deal, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's why I need more patrons to support my other patrons. <laughs> Join. I'm waiting, waiting. Complete your monthly payment. Oh, you got to put in the credit card. Okay, hold, please. No, actually, I use PayPal. That's how you get paid on Patreon, PayPal. Something went wrong. Ah, your payment really failed. Double check your payment, blah, blah, blah. Damn it. Well, it's a cute fox. Okay, I tried again, and I'm in. I am now, I got the welcome sign. I'm a patron of Meet the Geeks. Thank you, boys. Nice, I get the private RSS feed. I'm in the exclusive club. Yeah, it's about time. And speaking of time, this would be a good time to mention if you want to join my Patreon, it's Ronald George Moore, or patreon.com slash Ronald George Moore. And uh, for a dollar a month, you get uh, access to exclusive content. Uh, at least one the mo- one, once a month, I like to upload a little something special for y'all. And uh, you get the RSS, RSS feed. And click on that, and it'll be right in your player. It's super cool. <laughs> and uh, just when I thought I was going to delete the whole damn thing, you get a new patron. And it just makes your, my heart shine and, and warm and fuzzy inside. So thank you, boys. Thank you, girls. Thank you, people out there. The supporters. And you know who you are. Okay. Moving on. COVID update. No COVID so far? Actually, I was a little worried. Again, once again, I'm doing a little bit more socializing, getting out there. I was at a wedding, and uh, it was a lot of close face talking. (laughs) In fact, yelling, because in the venue we were at, 
Um, it just seemed like sound did not travel very well, maybe just because of all the people, but yeah, we were like yelling in people's faces and whatnot. Yeah, feel good. Feel, you know, you kind of like wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, is, am I okay? At least I do, and I was, I'm like, good, I'm fine. Except I do have to say, and it, it feels like a cop-out, but I do have that COVID weight. Everyone's talking about how they gotta lose the COVID weight. I am no exception. Um, and uh, sure, <laughs> it could be the, uh, the massive amounts of beer I've been drinking lately. Could be, but um, yeah, it's time. It's time. And it got me thinking, like, I'm just eating a lot like like Friar Tuck. And that's who I am. I'm Friar Tuck from Rocket Robin Hood. I've been talking a lot about Rocket Robin Hood, VHS Hellscape channel I featured on Friday Foreplays and weekly playing Rocket Robin Hood. So I've been watching it again. It just reminds me of my childhood and I love it so much. But I am Friar Tuck. I had eating a piece of fruit, throwing it over. Fruit? What am I talking about? Eating a piece of pizza, throwing it over my shoulder. Eating a piece of chicken one bite. Boom. Toss off. <laughs> yeah, so, and then it got me thinking. Well, if I'm if I'm Friar Tuck in the podcast community, who would be Rocket Robin Hood? Well, I think we all know there's only one choice. Say it with me, Sam Thompson. Of course, the captain is going to be uh, large and in charge. And uh, which police radio, of course, is the biggest podcast in the province. So he's got the rocket boots on. Well, we all do, I guess. But anyways, you know what I'm saying. So that being said, who would be um, little John, trusty sidekick. I gotta go, I gotta go Sean Geek on this one. Cause, uh, he's kinda got the look, may need a little blonde wig on him, and, uh, go to the gym. <laughs> but, I think he's casting the role there, at least in my opinion. Next up, I'm gonna put Ruby from Living Through Extinction as Marion. Is it Maid Marion? I'm not sure. But I'm not, not your typical Maid Marion, you know, she's all spunked up, no shit attitude. <laughs> You know, give her a bit of a makeover. I think that would work out well. Okay, next, Will Scarlet. I'm going to throw in uh, Michael Petro from The Great Debaters. The Real Debaters, excuse me. The Real Debaters, R-E-E-L. Why, Michael? Well, if you you watch enough action movies, you know, that's going to, you're going to know what to do when you get into, like, some heavy situations. So, yeah, great choice there as Will. Now let's go to the other side. Who they're battling? They're battling Prince John. I think I want to throw James Beaver in there of uh, Beaver Does Movies, Beaver Does Productions, the Horror That Binds Us podcast. Uh, I think he would really enjoy the role as a villain. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I think he would really um, kick ass as a cool character. And then as for the Sheriff of Not, the Sheriff of N-O-T-T, let's throw in uh, Chris Jericho. <laughs> I think think his stature <laughs> as also he has the experience of being a heel I think he'd be great of uh, the what's it called talk is Jericho check out that podcast and then last but not least you need a narrator at least on IMDB that's about it for characters <laughs> and even they don't even list Maid Marion so that's fucked up uh, narrator let's say Alan Cross the ongoing history of new music yeah Manitoban <laughs> <laughs> I think he was, he's got such a cool voice. Wouldn't he be the best narrator? Damn straight he would be. Yeah. Mm. All right, I'm almost out of Robins here. It's time to get out of here. Enjoy your week. Uh, please uh, join the Mantle Money Shot podcast on SoundCloud. That's our home base. We've got lots of interviews with over 70 great Manitoba artists. Just go to the playlist. We've got Hotel Manitoba in the playlists. Um, I think I'm going to drop a new Hotel Manitoba this Friday, so you can stay tuned for that or something. 
yeah, by the way, Fridays, I drop two shows a week, Fridays and Tuesdays. Join the good old social medias. I'm not going to uh, list them right now. The show's a little longer than usual. So just search it up on Google, the Mantle of Money Shot podcast. You'll find it. Join it, subscribe it, and love it. Thank you so much for listening. Come back on Friday for Friday Foreplay. Fur, fur, fur. And until then, until the weather, bye.